after that, that was the night my ears never stopped ringing. And they're still <laughs> ringing today because of that. That's <laughs> yeah, so I got another. What is up? It is White Trash Donnie, your trashiest host. Welcome to another episode of The Sloppy Syndicate. Today we have Breed, a hard rock aggressive band from Orlando, Florida, formed in 2019. So let's go ahead and bring them in, introduce themselves, and get to know the band a little bit better. Yeah. How we doing? I guess we'll start down the line, Jake. What's up? I'm Jake. I play bass. I'm Matt. I play lead guitar. I'm Jay. I'm the lead vocals. I'm Tito. I play drums. We, we we do have a rhythm guitar player, but he uh, he's not here right now. But Bentley um, is our rhythm guitar player. Okay, awesome. Um, so the band formed in 2019 in Orlando, Florida. What was um, you know what was the main reasoning uh, behind forming the band? Um, <laughs> Other than wanting to be rock stars. <laughs> uh, well, we 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 all wanted to be rock stars. We had all been playing for at least like a decade almost each <clears throat> but when it, when it started it was kind of just an accident uh we had a i own a bounce house company and long story short dude asked me for a bounce house and a band and i told him i was in one and i wasn't and he didn't ask for any credentials at all whatsoever he didn't want to hear us he didn't want to see us he just said you got two hours <laughs> And I called up this fool and I was like, yo, we need to find a drummer and a singer right now. <laughs> we have two months. We got to get two hours set going. Let's go. Chop, chop. So, and, uh, like Bob Ross in it. Happy little, happy little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up an accident. And then we found this guy, Tito, this like underground, like jazz indie open mic thing. Jammed with him. And it was like, the stars all aligned, played great together. And then later on found the singer on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, it pretty lives, lives with us. It definitely formed pretty 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 random. Got a call from him. Yeah. We had to do two two hour sets. So it was like a four hour yeah. set, but we just had to double up on a two hour set. Um and we had like literally, like you said, like two months to throw a band together. Um and then it, it kind of just formed from there and we were just like, well, let's just keep playing. Um and, and we, but that, I mean, that was all covers, and then we started writing together and stuff like that, and it really became breed. Um, well, as, as, as soon as we found Jay, it really became what it is today. So okay, yeah, and you guys have you know for the the listeners that don't know about breed, um, you know, listening to the EP, um, which titillated is my number one song off of the EP. You have such a unique sound. Um, I can't even like I don't want to explain it and explain it wrong because you know one one song it starts out like i get an avenge sevenfold vibe and then the next i get like a metallica vibe so i'll let you describe uh you know your kind of music style and and what are some of your uh influences um in your music i mean you kind of hit the head on that uh, we do get a lot of uh a7x we do get a lot of metallica yes, um but we also have a lot of pantera influences um guns and roses influences alice and chains influences Gojira. I mean, honestly, we have a wide spectrum of bands and different sounds that we all love. Um, so it's, it's it can be kind of difficult because we love so much that we're all trying to you know put together. We have all these minds, great minds, thinking 
and you know trying to uh, fit it all together as one. Yeah, it definitely it definitely goes all around the board. I mean, we all have individual influences. Like I'm a big kind of '60s Stones Stones kind of guy, like Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we've got Gojira, like he said, we got Metallica. So it's, it's it means all over the board, and we try and we try and not stick to one genre or one thing. We, we kind of try and um, throw everything into it. So um, yeah, it's 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 definitely all all over the place, and especially the new songs we've been writing. It's like I don't even know what category to put it in, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's hard rock, heavy metal, I guess. You know? Yeah, we kind of just go with what like what we think is right. You know, but we wrote the EP like threw a phone in the middle of the room, pressed record and just jammed and then later went back and listened to it and just kind of pieced things together. And yeah, it, it came out phenomenal. You get so many different uh, musical aspects in each song that it's 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 super refreshing, honestly. It's uh, like uh, Mr. Henvlog said, is the breed is the next big thing. So definitely a unique sound to you. So I want to just uh, mention some folks in the chat. We got Cal, Lisa. She says she loves breed. Um, her favorite song is titillated as well. We got Justin Bell, uh, Cal, uh, Bell's Custom Woodworking. Thanks for, for joining us. If you have a question, go ahead and throw it in the chat. But uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Well, no, you get you get. Um, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I think our goal is just to keep everything a little bit classic. I mean, we're all about kind of the old school, not trying to not trying to follow exactly what's happening right now, um, and trying to to kind of throw it back a little bit to the. Uh, old school old 80s metallica you know or early 90s kind of thing and we, we try and keep that um while still keeping it fresh and keeping it new um but we've got i mean we've got influences out the ass you know right well listen to like our main styles that we all listen to i'd say is completely different too like we all listen to rock and heavy metal and stuff but like the bands are all like who listens to more of what is always different and i think that throws in a lot the whole each song on the ep having a different genre okay awesome uh and lisa said she is waiting for the uh, titillated video so any word on that uh, <laughs> no not, not, really. <laughs> not really i mean we, we we did a video for non-stop misery we did a kind of a studio video for middleman so i think we're kind of 27 yeah yeah we did a video for 27 as well we're kind of taking a, a back seat on the ep and kind of trying to move forward and keep and you know progressing past that so i mean i'm sure maybe down the line there'll be something for titillated but right now um we're just uh focusing on the future i suppose we have another video release coming soon though with a song also dropping a new song on april 22nd uh with a video yeah a lyric video too so 422 uh new single with a video uh what's the name of that gonna be the only world the only world okay so uh, make sure you check that out folks 422 um and where could they find that youtube everywhere, everywhere. youtube spotify apple music amazon um deezer wherever you get your music it'll, it'll be there it'll be there <laughs> okay and there you go folks you heard it here uh so question in the chat we have most memorable gig and why who most memorable gig um who that's a tough one. That was really hard. That's a tough one. There's been a lot. It's got to be the backyard gig. Well, that was the most unrememberable. Unrememberable. I mean, it definitely depends. I mean, it definitely. I mean, there's. I'd say it was the, the, the yard. If we're talking best gig, we played. 
We played. Was not we played an hour and a half set at Haven probably like six or seven months ago. No, that it was just a year ago. Like, it was April. Yeah, we played a gig at Haven that just for whatever reason everything was we were firing on on, on uh, all cylinders and it was just clicking. Um, we fun. just murdered. The crowd was great. Um, everything was great. So that's definitely one of our most memorable gigs. But we 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 threw a. Uh, Kind of like a party in our in, in Jake's Jake's backyard and set up My a stage. Just kind of invite. It was early stages of the band. I, I stole a bunch of wood from my job. Yeah, we just built a stage and, and just threw a show. But we all got so way way too drunk before playing. Like and it was <laughs> it was sixteen foot by eleven foot. Like it was a pretty decent sized stage, but it was like the suburbs of Orlando. Okay. Like a metal band in the backyard. Top <laughs> got called pretty fast, pretty fast but yeah. we played pretty fast. We played so a solid like that. fifteen songs too. Yeah. Like, like we then terrible. Like I got a fretless bass. It was terrible. It was it was not our best gig, but it was just like fun. It was just one of those fun things. You throw some shit together and you like get a bunch of friends together and just jam out. I had to pack up before mom got home, take the whole stage down, yeah. turn all the wood back to work. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part, the, the cop. The cops showed up right as we hit the last note of the last song. So we like Jake opened the door and he's like, "What music? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about." There's a whole like project X. Like there's a whole fucking stage, <laughs> drums. Anyway, I, I don't know. I mean, we've had too many gigs to pick one memorable one or um, dismemorable one, I suppose. No, I think uh, I think for me the most memorable gig so far is like uh, the last one we did at Will's Pub. Because I was the first time I attempted uh, Jump the Fuck Up, which is, you know, you tell people the metal man, which is like our last song from the EP, like to get down and, you know, there's a breakdown and then, you know, they have to jump to it. So, you know, we didn't know if it's, it was going to work, but it ended up like working pretty well. You know, everybody did like pretty well doing that. And I think uh, that was to me personally, that was one of the greatest moments that we ever had. Yeah, it was pretty, we just got everyone to like get down and then one, two, three, jump the fuck up. And it was, it was awesome. It was a really good crowd too. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was a great crowd. Yeah, yeah. A nice little venue. There. Wills was great, man. Wills is great. Uh, but it was, it was packed up. We yeah. were really, there was a really good crowd. Yeah. That was a fun one. It was like all the way back to the damn pool tables and they all like squatted down. Yeah. Hen vlog. I would, I wouldn't agree more. They have a throwback hard rock metal sound mixed with, a new twist of metal. Definitely agree. Uh, it's kind of kind of hard to uh, categorize them or even, uh, you know, compare them to a band because they have so many uh, you know, twists within the music. So thank you, thank you. How do you, Lisa? How do you find them on Insta? So how do how do we find you guys on Instagram? Breedband.official. B-R-E-E-D-B-A-N-D dot official. All right, there you go. I was called official too. O F F I C I All right, and Cal says Shovelhead Lounge question mark. So I'm assuming you played a show at the Shovelhead Lounge. Oh god. That's far from a remember. No, no, we're not even talking fuck you, Cal. We're not even talking about that. <laughs> it was back to back terrible. It was three bruised ribs. It was horrible. We were we were a mess. Five fucking yeah, people I, there. I had forgotten my tops my Thompson. Oh my god. <laughs> so I was just playing with my floor tom and my snare and all my cymbals and all that that was a gig we would like to forget. We'll put it at that. <laughs> the, that was a troll question right there. Yeah. Someone stole someone's car. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 I don't think you're a real band if you don't have shows that you'd like to forget. <laughs> oh, that's Irma. Thanks for coming in. 
So well, we had take for the Tom stand. We had took all of their extra mic stands. And we were like, yeah, they'll be fine with us using it. And <laughs> tried to like position the toms on it. We yeah, were trying to like duct tape these toms onto this <laughs> mic stand. It was a mess. The sound guy walked up and he was like, "Yo, dog, what are you doing? <laughs> Those are my mic stands." <laughs> Did you guys not come prepared? Like what? Like, no. Uh, well, well yeah, we thought we did. We no, thought yeah, we it did. Was, it was a joke. We were probably like, really, guys? Like, really? You come to play? Okay. On, on top of that, we were, we were working with, I don't We were playing to a, a bartender and a passed out drunk dude at the bar and our parents. So it wasn't exactly like okay. the energy or anything. But that, that was, that, that was, that was that way was, back. That was way back. It, it ain't nothing like that. <laughs> Uh, so what's up, Lisa, Hannah? Thanks for coming in. Any tours coming up? What's the question? Sorry. Uh, any tours coming up? Uh, no, cur currently no tours. We got a lot of gigs lined up right now. We've got I think six or seven gigs lined up. We're working on uh, trying to trying to work up um, Florida and trying trying to hit like kind of the college towns and Gainesville, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, all you know. Um, we don't necessarily have any tours lined up right now, um, but we've got a lot of gigs. We've got a gig booked at the Abbey. We've got um, we're, we're we're playing at uh, Hanau, um April twenty fourth. May seventh um, at Haven. Yeah, we're playing May seventh at Haven with uh, Traverser. If you've ever heard of them, um, um, so we, we got we got a lot of stuff lined up. But tour wise, definitely something that's in the works. I would say by the end of the year, hopefully we'll have. Um, some kind of tour to announce for the next year. Um, that's definitely one of our um, long-term goals is um, hitting the road and bringing it all obviously everywhere we can. Um, but it's a chili. Yeah. Um, we're, so tour, yes, but not right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Abbey's a nice nice little venue. And you said uh, April 24th is your next show in Orlando. Where's that at? Uh, that's at the Hanau Center, which we've never – that'll be our first time playing there. Um, we know a bunch of bands that have played there, but um, we're playing there. And then May 7th at um, Haven. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's the well, two um, most recent shows. Well, I will come check you out on the 24th. Uh, that's going to be a busy weekend. i got three shows in three days, so I will see you guys at uh, the show then. So uh, thanks for coming in, E-Rock. Uh, thanks for coming in, Justin. Um, and then uh, Hannah, which was your favorite song to write? And that was the question from Hannah. Middleman. Probably had to be Middleman. Yeah, Middleman started as a three-minute song, and now it's seven. And it progressed over a year of different changes, add-ins, cutouts, random just accidents. Happy accidents. Happy accidents thrown into it. It literally took us a year to complete that song. Yeah, it was just one of those songs where it's like, you think you're done and then somebody comes in and they're like, dude, I got this part. And you're like, Oh shit. Like now we got to adjust to that. Um, right. Middleman was definitely, I mean, there's some songs you get where it's just, you, you knock out the whole song in two hours and, and that's, that's great. But um, there's also a lot of songs where it's just, it's just a grueling grinding process to get perfection. And that's kind of how middleman was, which as difficult as it was at times, it was definitely, I think our most fun, our most collaborative song that we did. Um, we all came in at different angles on that one. Yeah, so I would say short answer, middleman. I think we'd all agree. But a lot of the new songs we're writing right now have been super fun to write um, and experimenting with a lot of different sounds. Um, so definitely got a lot to look forward to. But for now, that definitely middleman. Middleman was really fun. Yeah, and that's a pretty uh, pretty lengthy track. And um, 
I don't know any other band that really does that other than Tool. I mean, Tool has uh, some pretty lengthy songs, but um, yeah, six, seven minutes, that uh, is, is quite the duration. So, um, and it's a great song. So, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lisa says the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah song. So, that is, yeah. that's, that's what some people call it is the intro of this fucking guy. <laughs> All right. So, what are some of the biggest challenges you face trying to promote your music and grow your fan base? challenge uh well, was trying to doing promotions people. you know for youtube um that, that took a while because uh, we were that was the first time we ever did a promo you know like uh on youtube you know it's like you, you can always do that and it took like a long time yeah it pretty much it's like a like a like you, you can kind of pay to promote right so like you pay this amount and you get um sent out to a bunch of people which i i think it's a great way to promote your band um i mean there's definitely a lot of challenges with it because there's a lot of there's a lot of bands out there. There's a lot of competition. Um, there's there's a, a lot of shitty people that run run the mix. Yeah, finding like a good person that's not actually trying to like slither into your scheme. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, promotion promotions. Um, I mean, it's the most important thing about being in a band, but it's definitely got its challenges and just finding the right audience um, and and you know trying to compete with all the all the other bands out there. Um, it's definitely tough. You got to find something to set your band apart. What makes you unique? What what do you have to offer that this band you know doesn't or whatever it is you know. Um, so I, you know it's definitely challenging. But I think we've in the in the three years we've been a band, gotten a lot better at getting our getting heard and getting out there. Um, so you know it, it's it's always challenging um, getting getting your stuff heard. But uh, we you know we do every we do everything we can. I don't know what the most challenging thing would be about it. Probably just general Probably competition. There's a, there's a lot of great bands out there, man. And with, with the modern age of streaming and stuff, everybody's a musician now. So right. there's a lot out there. And finding finding something to set yeah. your set your band apart from others is um, tough. But if, if you can do that, you're solid. Well, you're well on your way. So uh, Thank you. <laughs> I, I, can, I can hear that uh, clearly when I listen to your music. So... Uh, Lisa says Rockville, sad face. So uh, maybe they'll play Rockville. You never know. Um, We're next year. I promise that. That's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. We tried so hard. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, the, that whole like battle for the uh, big stage thing was was huge. I don't know if you know, knew know about that. Um, yep. But yeah, that we, we we entered that. The competition was still. I didn't realize how many really great bands were out there until we were on that. I'm like, man, these. We definitely got some solid competition. We got to step it up next year. So. Um, Rockville is definitely on its way. We just, uh, we'll be there. we yeah, no, we gotta we gotta step our game up next year. But uh, but yeah, no, that that was that. there's a, there's a lot of lot a lot of really good bands out there, man. Really, and and uh, a lot that haven't been discovered. So exactly. So you know, here we are. Uh, so Henblog has a, a good question. Can they describe the creative process when writing new music? Dude, that's a flip flop. Very, very um, collaborative. It's, it's very much. I mean, Jay, our singer, and he. I mean, he can say it himself, but he's he won't because he's a humble motherfucker. But he's he he plays our our singer. He plays guitar. He plays drums. He plays bass. So he'll go in there. He'll knock out a whole song if he wants to, and then we'll throw in all of our takes. But usually, it's just either I come in with a with a guitar riff, or Tito's got a drum fill, or Jay's got a Jay's got a guitar riff, or or whatever it is it's just it's usually it starts with a riff and then um we kind of jam it whether it's 
um, on logic in, in our room or whether it's live jamming <laughs> practice, we'll just, um, we'll just kind of take one riff and just jam through it and see what comes after it and just kind of piece it together. But it's very, very much a collaborative effort. There's not one songwriter in the band, which I think is what adds a lot to our songwriting is it's not one person's opinion. It's five people's opinion. And it's, you know, every, all these influences coming in and every single member of this band can write like our, our drummer Tito can write a guitar part, you know, Jake can write a guitar part or a vocal part or lyrics or, you know, or it's not, I play guitar, therefore I have to write all the guitar. It's, it's, you know, um, very, very collaborative. And, um, at the end of the day, we're all trying to get to the same goal of writing the best song possible. Um, so it's not, you know, it's just, it, but long story short, it usually starts with a riff and just, we jam it until we come up with the next riff, the next riff. And then usually it's music first and then vocals and lyrics and Jay will sit in there for we'll 10 hours a day working on lyrics and melodies and, and shit. Um, so we'll write a whole song before we even get even to a thought of a lyric or a melody yeah. for a vocal. And I think, I think we do it well when writing because um, we all have like jazz basis, like blues and jazz styles, like kind of where we all come from first. So when we do those jams, it's just kind of like a feel out, like we feel our way into everything, like what flows better here, switch that there, switch that there. Like it's just how, it's how it flows. Like it needs to flow a certain way. And that was, like that's how we've always jammed. Like when we first met Tito, I laid down the bass line, he shredded over it, and Tito played drums, and we just felt it out for like five minutes. And then we've kind of carried that on through a lot of the other stuff that we've written. Definitely a lot of improv, but no, I mean, it, it, at the end of it, it's extremely collaborative, and I think that's what makes our song so strong. Is it's not, it's not two, one or two guys writing the songs. You got five guys writing the songs. So I, I would say, um, you know, it. it it, it can be a bitch though too, you know. We, we dev, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough writing songs when everybody, when five people have got opinions. But, um, but no, it's very collaborative. It's very, you know, um, unselfish, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. And uh, folks are making my job easy tonight. They're uh, providing all the questions. So, yes, Ellie, um, who do you have the most fun teasing, little brother style in the band? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably me. I guess I don't know. Well, Matt, Matt's the easiest to tease because he's the most stressed out all the time. Okay. Yeah, he also reacts to everything. Too. But, so it's fun. It's just fun. Yeah, that's the right word. I, I, get, I get, you know. When you fuck with Matt, Matt, they're screaming for it. They like, they like to fuck with me, so I guess that's the answer. Wait, dude, Bailey's a little bitch. No, this is fun. It's all fun with all right, and then you. Uh, what bands would you like to play with most? All of Metallica. 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 Any, I mean, fucking Metallica, then Lizzy, fucking there. I mean, not that that would ever happen, but uh, <laughs> you know, Guns are Slipknot, Guns and Roses, Gojira. Gojira. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the list goes on and on. But I mean, local wise, fucking, we got a gig up with uh, Felicity, which I, I, I actually uh, listened to the interview you did with them. Uh, yeah, Felicity. Um, we got a gig lined up with them August twentieth um, at Will's. Oh, um, okay. So we're definitely stoked for that. Those guys are sick. Um, great musicians. Um, so local wise, like bands like you know Felicity, we just played the Four Thirty Steps. I don't know if you know about them. Um, 
Derek Killer, Orlando Band. Um, but like 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 big time, definitely you know Metallica, Slipknot, Guns N' Roses, Kiss, all that. You know, Lamb of God. Lamb of God. Oh, yeah, I want to meet Mark Morton so bad. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's so many. There's, we could have a whole podcast just about that. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. I could, uh, I could name about 60 bands I would like to uh, interview or just stand on the stage. I don't even just watch them side stage. I'd be happy, you know. But uh, yeah, there's, there's too many, man. There's too many. Uh, so Henry, the chairman, does Breed follow a process or ritual before a performance to get rid of the nerves or performance anxiety? Yeah, we drink booze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everybody has their own kind of thing for themselves. Like also, like for me, I just, I'm always hyped for a show. Um, I don't really get nervous, which is uh, a blessing. But before shows, like I'm always just listening to the songs on the way, getting in a great like I'm never in a, as good of a mood as I am on a show day. Like simply just knowing that there is a show is what gets my nerves away. Just knowing that I'm about to go up there and do what I like to do and with the people I like to do it with. Yeah. No, I, I wish I could say the same. I get nervous. I don't get I don't get nervous as hell. I just get stressed out. Like I just want to make sure everything is fucking perfect we got all the gear we, we're, we're, we're on time like like we're well rehearsed um so I, I i get very stressed out i suppose but usually about 10 minutes before i slam a beer or two and i just kind of breathe a little bit chill out know that i know what i need to do and then we get up there and kill at the minute the first note hits anything any nerves or, stress or anything just goes right out the window um, so I don't know. That's my personal ritual: is stress the fuck out, drink a few beers, and then then go party on stage. Well, I don't know about these guys. Um, I mean, I, I don't like thinking too much about what we're gonna do on stage, you know, because if you overthink what you're gonna do, it's like uh, you get nervous, and then you know, it's like it, it becomes a stressful thing because you're supposed to have fun doing this, you know, you're supposed right. to, you know, love it. So natural. yeah, you know, like organic, and you know, just go for it, and you know, just have a great time. Uh, so I tend to not think too much about it. Maybe, yeah, the same thing. You know, I have a few beers, maybe a whiskey before. <laughs> I've learned from not doing that, you know, too many whiskeys. Like, before <laughs> I show. Yeah. So, so that's my take on it. Oh, yeah. Tino's got the ritual, though. Tino gets a double shot. Yeah, double shot whiskey. That's all right. <laughs> good. Put my drumstick together. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> But yeah, I guess the answer to the question is booze. Yeah, calms the nerves, I suppose. But I mean, we, 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 I mean, we definitely like to kind of get together, like right, right before we go on, and just kind of, you know, get together, and you know, we're gonna go kill this. You know, let's fucking do this thing, and then we get up and kill it and do our thing. Well, we do this you know, circle yeah. thing before yeah, the show, right? You know, I guess that's right. Yeah, we're kind of, like, kind of huddle up, like we're the fucking, you know. Go team. What's up, Oliver? Thanks for coming in, Ellie. Uh, what's y'all's favorite song to perform? Middleman. 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 We always perform that at the end, and it's everybody kind of knows it's coming, and it's like just this big thing. We got all these kind of pauses and changes in it, and it's completely um, different. Yeah, it's it's we stretch like a seven minute song to like ten minutes, and. <laughs> that, that song is just oh, it's so fun to play live. I just and it's the last song, so you know you're ready to just give we'll it just, everything you got. We'll just walk away before we play it, 
Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll like pretend we're not playing. I don't know. Middleman's middleman's really fun. Middleman's really. I mean, every song's fun, but that, that song in particular just just hits a little harder. I think. Um, so I think we can all agree on middleman for for sure. Favorite song to play live. Yeah. And the crowd goes wild. They're like, one more, one more. And then he yeah, goes, exactly. Oh, it's, it's great. Man. It's great. It's great. Yeah, every time we pretend like we're not going to play it, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 On stage. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll like pretend to start like packing up our guitars and packing shit up, and everyone's like, what the hell? And then we rip into the intro, and everyone goes <laughs> nice, crazy. Nice. All right. Uh, why do you think you don't get nervous, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you weird? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just grew up on stages. Um, I've, I've played music my whole life. I owned my first guitar when I was like eight, but I've been in music programs like band, orchestra, jazz band, marching band, all that stuff for drums and bass. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Irma, the a new single is coming out. Uh, remind me, was it the 29th? 22nd. Uh, 22nd. 22nd. Uh, so 422, the new single will be coming out with a view, uh, video as well. So uh, stay tuned for that, Irma. Uh, we got Kurt in the house. Thanks for coming. Ski. So, folks, if you have any more questions, you're making my job a little bit easy today. So uh, just throw them in the chat uh, until then. Uh, what was the first concert or show that you attended? Attended. Attended. Jake Skinner, 2012. Nice. Okay. Uh, mine was Ben Van Halen was next. Yeah, mine was just Zach Brown Band, 2010, I believe. And I'm, I, I think Zach Brown is fucking genius. Um, and, and after that, it was the Rolling Stones. So Zach Brown Band was first, Rolling Stones second. Uh, mine was uh, Metallica 2010. They were on the Death Death Magnetic. Was Metallica. Yeah, I was 14 years old. Uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty great gig. If you ask, Mastodon was opening for them. At that no time. shit. Yes, they were fresh. Nobody knew. You saw Mastodon were. in 2010. Yes. No shit. And I didn't yeah, know who they were. And you know when they came out with new you know, new songs and you know became bigger. You know I was like, oh my god, that's the band that opened for Metallica. I was like, wow. I saw them. It was there. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go first, I'm gonna say my my first official rock concert was Metallica '09. That was a Death Magnetic tour, and Lamb of God was opening up. Oh shit! was the hottest show I've ever been to, and my ears. That was the after that. That was the night my ears never stopped ringing. And they're still <laughs> ringing today because of that. That's <laughs> I don't know. That's it was in Tampa at an arena. I can't remember which one, but Emily. Nice, amazing. Huh? I can uh, I can answer for Fitz. I brought him to his first show. It was Tes uh, Tesla. Fucking <laughs> Tesla. Tesla. Love Tesla. 2015. We've seen Tesla like fucking four or five yeah, times. Yeah. Yeah. Met Jackie. Yeah. Shout out Tesla's first show. Yeah, I was 12 years old, 1999, Corn uh, and Rob Zombie. So No shit. Oh, what a gig. What a gig. gig. Dragula. Nice. Yeah, that's I like remember, that would be uh, blind era, huh? And it, like you could just feel it like one, you know, once the bass and the I, I can't think of the corn song now, but it's like bam, bam, 
you know, the, the heavy baseline, the, the bass was so strong, you literally could just feel it like your body was shaking with it. vibrating and shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like, yeah, that was my first experience with it. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I was Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So that's oh, nice. I'll do that. Yep. So I grew that's up. That's Zombie Corn is a I solid wish, first. I game. wish I would have seen that man. Yeah. And just uh, recently caught Rob Zombie at Rockville. Don't vibe this way. It's been a good show. I mean, Corn even puts on a good show. And then my second concert mm -hmm. um, to follow was Kiss. So uh, my first oh, concert nice. were, were pretty rad. So. Dude, super quick story. I saw Kiss for $3 about four months ago. It was fucking unbelievable. My, 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 my buddy called me up. He's like, Kiss is in Tampa. Pick me up right now. We're going. I got tickets for 3 bucks, And we booked it to Tampa, got there right as Detroit Rock City started. And watch this for like three bucks on the lawn. It was amazing. Those guys kill. And I love the lawn. I'd rather sit up in the lawn instead of being. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Was was it their first re, uh, their first final tour or their sixth final tour? Uh, this was, uh, I mean, how I was probably thirteen at that time, so ninety nine, two thousand era. Gosh, that kiss kills me. I'm a massive, massive kiss guy. He so called me, and I was in New York City, and I was at a Broadway show. I'm like, dude, I'm a fucking kiss right now. I paid three bucks. He called me like <laughs> intermission. I was just taking a piss, and he just was screaming at me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, they're playing bass right now. Dude, I'm gonna cry. Come to Tampa right now, and I was like, stupid. <laughs> I'm in New York. Yeah, that was a not, not disrespect to Tommy Thayer, but you know, tell him what you would use. I can't say that on the <laughs> I love Tommy Thayer. Anyway, next question. What's up, Healthy Bearder? Thanks for joining. Pleasure having you in. Thank you, Russ. Hit the like button as you come in or as you exit. Look at that beard. You guys with the beards. More. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your, well, that one we already covered whiskey. Okay. <laughs> whiskey is everything. <laughs> uh, Lisa said it took me to find. Uh, took me a minute to find the like button. It was hiding behind the live chat window. Okay, yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Um, so, are you self-taught, or um, you know, did you grow up with uh, you know musicians in the family? Did you get trained, or you know, how did you go about uh, learning to play your instruments? Tito, um, I am ninety-nine percent self-taught. Uh, the 1% is when my brother taught me uh, boots and cats on the drums. <laughs> boots, so and cats, just, boots, boots and cats, and cats, boots and cats. And then after that, I just, you know, ran like the wind. That was pretty much it. And I would just listen to like Metallica over and over again. Plus that I had, I had like, you know, Guitar Hero and Rock Band that were helping me with my like motor skills and everything. Oh, don't get me started on Rock Band. I threw many guitars because I sucked at it. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, I know. And those buttons, yeah, they kind of fucking sucked. Dude, I'm a good guitar player. I can't play Rock Band or Guitar Hero for shit. Yeah. Put me on easy. That's, that's all yeah. I, can do. I, I would like play I the drums in the Rock Band there. I would play the drums on Rock Band there, and it would kind of help me like apply them to real drums. And then I just started building off like that, and you know, started playing other bands. You know, like Godsmack, Nirvana, and stuff with the easier stuff. You know, yep, I never got it. So yeah, needless to say, I don't have rock band anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, well, basically, basically the way I started was like my dad was always my dad's a classical guitar player, so he wanted me to play guitar, and for a while I didn't want to, but then you know he convinced me, 
but little did he know he's not a metal guy he's not a rock guy he's more of a it's also a classic classical music type of guy but my mom was a metal woman so you know she had a whole rack of metal music and rock music you know queen metallica and guns N' roses and stuff so i was drawn to that and then i learned how to play guitar uh basically on my own you know like basically by watching my dad and me making his stuff and then you know like after that they were kind of arguing you know because my dad was like no you 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 put him into that music you know i was i was kind of like expecting him to play some guitar tunes you know classical guitar tunes you know not this but then you know, he understood it and you know he was pretty happy about you know how like i grew as a musician and then um he bought drums from my brother but my brother never touched them and i ended up like playing them by myself uh and then after that you know it's like basically i mean you can give me an instrument and i'll just make music out of it you know not to sound egotistical or anything like that it's just 100 no, like, true it's like a, <laughs> a, it's just a beauty so you're self-taught singer though right you never had lessons or nothing i never heard i never had lessons up until now uh you know my teacher sarah which miss lisa you know like jake's mom you know she found and she's amazing by the way no you know like um she's been teaching me a lot of new stuff that i didn't know before you know how to uh preserve my vocals and you know how to breathe and stuff so it's like pretty new to me but yeah before that i never learned how to sing properly you know i, I don't even think myself as a singer honestly i just like follow notes and you know do melodies and you're you know here and there just like a you know as a songwriter basically that's the way i see it yeah. I'm just borderline better at every instrument than all of us. No, that's a lie. No, it's not it's a lie. Um, I, uh, I started playing guitar when I was like, I think 10 or 11, I got my first guitar. And for a little bit, it was like YouTube. I was learning like Smoke on the Water on like one string, you know, 035, 0365, all that shit. Um, and then and then I realized I wanted to get better. I wanted to get, I wanted to get better faster. So I got a... Uh, I got a guitar teacher. I ended up having a guitar teacher for a good, like, four years, I think. And uh, he was a big kind of Aerosmith, um, ACDC cat. So so he he took me from, like, here to here. And if, if I didn't have him, I wouldn't be where I was today. Um, so, I mean, lessons for me worked really well. It doesn't work for everybody. Um, but for me, it was, it was great. Um, so I'm not necessarily self-taught, but I – did lock myself in my room for like 10 hours a day for like five years trying to figure out how to be fucking Zach Wild. So, um, but, but I, I, I did get lessons and I do recommend it. Okay. I was in music programs forever. I got into it because of my dad. Uh, I always thought it was the coolest thing ever. I play with his bass now. He ended up giving it to me. Okay, um, but I would always see it like under his bed like pull it out when he wasn't looking just look at it because i thought it was sick <laughs> and then i found out that the jazz band at middle school allowed you to play bass so i wanted to do that but they needed you to be in a music class so i started playing upright bass but i never had a teacher they, they just gave us books to read out of like uh, reading music and like positions and all that good shit. and so i never had a lesson I think I had like two lessons ever, but basically self-taught all the way through, except for the like music theory side of things and like the mechanics behind music that I all had teachers for it, but like for everybody leaned in. <laughs> uh, but as for playing bass, it's all self-taught. 
Okay, awesome. Uh, and Ellie says, I'm glad uh, Gene Simmons has a sense of humor because when I got to meet him, I told him I loved uh, you and wanted dead or alive. He replied, but I died. I responded, that was the best part. <laughs> I don't think he does have a sense of humor. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Kurt, uh, would you guys consider a cover album with a breed influence like Ozzy's undercover album? Like Garage? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. De definitely down the line, you know, down the line when when we... Far down the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we definitely want, would want to do something kind of, you know, like Garage Inc., Metallica, undercover, Ozzy style. Um, I mean, we, again, we have so many influences. I always thought it'd be really cool to take, like, one of my personal big influences was Billy Joel. So I think it'd be really cool to take, like, a Billy Joel tune that wouldn't necessarily be metal and somehow make it metal or, like, Sublime or, um, you know, Creedence Clearwater Revival or something like that and find a way to, to make it fit um, into our category. So 100%, yes, I think that's something we would do, but not now. Yeah, definitely not now. That's, that's, that, that's down the line. But, yes, for sure. Yeah, I always like the uh, the cross uh, genre or the covers. You know, when it's a, a country song, they take a metal or a different thing. Yeah, I always thought that was so cool. Like doing like a Willie Nelson tune or something would be right. really like, and transferring it into you know heavy metal. Uh, and Lisa, what's the most played song on your playlist? What playlist? Okay, there you go, Lisa. There's no playlist. No, I don't know. I'm assuming probably Spotify, <laughs> like your your general music. Like what we listen, like what we personally listen to. Uh, yeah. I don't really even have one. Right oh, now, it's uh. Um, I'm the antidote by Lost Society. I've been stuck Dang. on it. I've been stuck. <laughs> if you haven't heard Lost Society from Finland, check them out. Oh, They're super so tight. Super tight. Probably two of the best guitar players you'll ever hear in your life. Um, per personally, the song I'm listening to right now the most, um, probably, fuck, um, Crossfire, Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'm pretty high on that right now. Okay. Uh, I'd say "Wake Up Dead" by Megadeth. Okay, very good. That song, and they, they you know, surprisingly, so they just knew yeah. God. Super I was safe. like really, because oh, I was listening to "Wake Up Dead" a lot, and then you know, the video comes out, Lamb of God" doing the cover with James Stain and you know uh, Kiko and all the rest of the members from Megadeth, and I was like, wow, you know, that's that's crazy. You know, they they really they really know that. For me, I think the last song that I obsessed over for like a month and a half, probably. The art of dying of a Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm stuck on falling in reverse zombified. Like I can literally, oh, I, it's on repeat. I just, yeah, it's, uh, it's catchy. So it's one of those songs you listen to for like a month, you don't oh. listen to for like six months, and you come back to, and then you listen to it for another like two months. Yeah. His name, man. Uh, to be shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all human needs, such as food and water, were taken care of. What two items would they want it to have with them? Guitar and uh, a microphone problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna, you don't get if it was acoustic, yeah. Um, a copy of Appetite for Destruction and a record player, I guess, or <laughs> or or uh, an acoustic guitar and an unlimited supply of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a flashlight. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's Mark kidding in, you know? Instrument, but uh, didn't get into it. Respect to those that can play. He's got to want to play. Yeah. I'm with you, Cruz. I'm not that talented. So uh, that's going to wrap up this episode uh, with, with Breed. Um, so where can we find 
uh, information on the breed? Do you have a website? You got merch, CDs available? Instagram is probably the easiest way. To yeah, it, we, we, we have the uh, Instagram again, breedband.official. We have um, we have a uh, a link there that links you right to our link tree, which just takes you to pretty much everything. Uh, right there. Yeah, there you go. We're currently we're currently working on our website. We should have that out in the next what, month or two. Um, but but for now, Instagram's usually the best. Um, Instagram, Facebook. I mean, we're on everything. But the but, link tree will take you to literally everything. Yeah. It has, like you just click the link and then you choose where you want to go and tell you. Yeah. And uh, do you have merch, CDs, vinyls, anything? We like have merch. We, we have merch at our shows. We're, as soon as we get the website launched up, we'll have it. Um, we'll have it on the website too, available to order. Um, but for now, it's um, we do have merch. Just you gotta, yes. you gotta come to the show. Come to the show, motherfuckers. Sure <laughs> come see us. Working on some new stuff. Some new stuff's gonna yeah. come out with the single. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the link to uh, Breedband official on Instagram. Hit us up. So far, yeah. awesome, and I'm stoked for you guys. Uh, the music is phenomenal. If you have not, folks, if you have not checked them out, uh, make sure you check out Breed. Uh, you will not, you will not be disappointed. And uh, until the next episode, we'll see you later. And remember, keep it sloppy. Cool. Thank you so much, Danny. Yeah. Really appreciate it, man. This is great, brother. <laughs>